Welcome to the Seller Roundtable e-commerce coaching and business strategies with Andy Arnott and Amy Wees. Everybody, Seller Roundtable Extras, as well as Amazing at Home and Titans. I have a good question from Rachel, and Jenny's also wanting to know. Rachel asks, when is it time to say it was a bad idea and cut your loss? I've optimized the listing, I've done PPC and product targeting. Nothing is really getting my product to move. On the positive side, I only started with 40 of them. Should I learn and try Google Ads before throwing in the towel? So this is a really great question and one I get on a pretty regular basis. People will send me their, their uh, links to their products and say, it's just not selling, what should I do? And I'll review it and uh, look and see if their listing is optimized and, and all of that. But really, the best answer to this question is to avoid this whole situation in the first place by validating your product before making a buying decision on it, a sourcing decision. So this is, you know, I'm wearing my, my TCFE shirt this morning, hands on fair experience shirt, and this is exactly what we teach. We want to teach you uh, before you go to the hands on fair, the largest sourcing event in the world, um, before you do that, you should be going with a list of product ideas that you have validated, meaning you know before you source this product that the customer is actually going to buy that, that it's worth your investment. So how do you do that, right? It's, it's, a, it's kind of an in-depth process, but it's not rocket science, right? But it's something that we teach over a long period. But let me just give you a quick recap um, of that. So the things that I tell people to look for when they're thinking of a product, right? I'm like, oh, I have this product idea. I think it's a pretty good idea. The first question that I want you to ask is, is this product unique? Meaning, what is this product's unique selling point? What is the thing that is going to make people come and buy your product over all the other products that they see under that keyword. So if I'm selling this coffee mug, what is unique about it? Well, Amy, it's green and it says joy. Okay, that's pretty unique, right? Unique, green, says joy. Maybe there's not other coffee mugs like it. But the second question you have to ask yourself is does the customer care about that unique thing? Do they actually want to buy a green coffee mug that says joy? Are they searching for it? You can start typing in the Amazon search bar or the Google search bar, and you can see what long tail keywords show up. So after coffee mug, what shows up? Is it coffee mug glass? Is it coffee mug double wall? Coffee mug travel? Okay, so let's say that, you know, mine is coffee mug green. And I can see that people are searching for coffee mug green. I go to that keyword and I see, oh man, there's a bunch of green coffee mugs. Ooh, maybe my product isn't so unique. 
but it has joy on it in green. So let me see if people are searching for coffee mug green joy. You know, you're looking for keywords, long-tail keywords that people are searching for that you're not finding products underneath. Okay? So I know that's that's tough, but it'll help you if you start with people's problems and needs in the marketplace instead of starting with products. If I go and look at products first, I'm like, oh man, there's a ton of these because other people can get them. There's thousands of Amazon sellers. So they're they're all doing that. They're all going to the products and they're looking for, you know, to see if anyone else is selling this. So it's really not unique. If you can buy it off the shelf from an Alibaba supplier or from your local retailer, it's not unique, right? Now, if no one else is selling it, it could be unique, right? You could be the first to market, but there will be others to follow. So the first question you have to ask is, is it unique? What's unique about it? What is your unique selling point? And does the customer care about that? The last question, let's say you, you got it and, you know, oh man, I found people are searching for a green coffee mug that says joy and I'm the, really the only one selling this version of it and there's only two other competitors and I really think that I can make it happen. I can do a better job at listing optimization. I can do a better job with photos. I can make it better. I can do a gift box, whatever, you know, and the third question you have to ask yourself is, is there a reasonable alternative? So, for example, the guy that went to Shark Tank with the laptop cover for the video, right? I have this great idea. I have a laptop. You know, you know people are spying through cameras. I have created a solution. And he covers up the camera with this magical cover. And one of the sharks comes out and says, I use a piece of paper. So I don't really think people are going to buy your product. So is there a reasonable alternative? If I want this joy green coffee mug, there's a lot of other coffee mugs on the market that might bring people joy. So I have to consider the reasonable alternatives. So think about those things. Second thing is, Learn how to do market research to find ideas instead of using tools, right? We've talked about this many, many times. Again, if you really want to do this, come with us to China, take the leap, right? But ultimately, this is, this is what big brands do, right? They do the process of ideation so that they are able to fill market gaps. Um, so you really want to Stop looking for products first and start looking for needs in the marketplace first and then fill those either with existing products or new products or changes, enhancements to existing products. All right, number three, you have to source it at a cost where you can still make money if you need to run Google Ads and PPC and all these other things. And that's why we recommend the 7x multiplier, right? But Really, ultimately, you want to be able to source at a really great um, profit margin so that if you need to spend a little extra money on customer education or on marketing or anything like that, that you're ready to go. Um, you know, sourcing person. The minute you walk into Pantone Fair, you can tell, you can just 
see you, you're like, oh my gosh, my business is going to change. Like this changes everything. So it's just, if you can do it, I'm not, you know, some people are just starting out and that's okay. Then I want you to get your feet under you and I want you to just try and sort some things locally, try and just get an understanding, write your business plan, start working on things, right? I'm not saying everyone should, should go to Canton immediately or everyone should go, you know, sourcing in India or whatever, you know. I'm not saying do that today. I'm just saying, you know, eventually you want to source in person because that's going to be a lot more effective for you, okay? Um, all right, well, I know you're asking, Amy, <laughs> get to the point. I've already launched this thing. I'm stuck. I've got 40 of them, and they're not moving. Tell me what to do. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you what to do. All right. The first thing you want to do is you want to check where you are found in search organically. Okay? I'm going to go on Amazon or go on Google if you have a Shopify site. You want to see if you can find your product. If you can't find your product, neither can the customer. If you can't find your product for a major keyword, right, uh, a major, at least a long tail keyword that auto-populates in the search bar, neither can the customer. I often, I, when I write listings, I start by looking for those search phrases that are auto-populating in the search bar. And I've had many clients ask me, how do you do that? You need merchant where it says these keywords are more popular. Um, that's not what people are typing in. I want your listing to show up first for what people are typing in. So I research based on those keywords first. So anyway, if you cannot find your product organically in search, neither can the customer. Okay, Amy, I can find it, but I'm on page 15. Got it. There's this magical thing that you can do to get on page one. It's called PPC. So the second thing that I see people doing is they run PPC and they go, oh, it's not working. Well, did you actually see where your ad is showing up? You want to be able to be shown for a longer tail keyword, check where your ad is showing up. Bid very aggressively on that keyword. Do a manual, broad phrase and exact match campaign and bid aggressively on that keyword and see where your ad is showing up. If your ad is showing up at the top of the page for a highly searched long tail keyword and you're not making sales, then you know there's a problem with the product, okay? So here's step three. The next thing you're gonna do is you are going to look at your product. You're gonna click on your listing. So click on the ad or you'll be paying for your own click. Click on your listing, scroll down in the listing. Look at how many pages of competitors there are in the sponsored ads or customers also shop for. There are 40 pages of products that look just like yours. You got a problem. Customers have too many choices and Amazon does too good of a job giving customers lots of choices. So often when people come to me with the product that is what I call saturated, if I look, I'll look at the main keywords of that product. And if there are pages and pages and pages of all products that look the exact same, pretty much, you know, yours might be green, but nobody cares. <laughs> so if there are all pages and pages, then you're in a price race. 
your price race to the bottom, right? You're selling Dave rollers. You better, you better lower your price because that's the only thing that you have. The alternative is raising your price and having people making your pictures look really great and having people somehow think that yours is different than everything else and maybe it's higher quality. Um, but ultimately, if your PPC is at the top of the page and you are not converting, you need to scroll down in your listing and see what the competitors are doing, see what their prices are. Are you competitive? See what Amazon tells you what customers bought after viewing this item. You scroll down in, in some categories listings, Amazon will tell you. You'll see what people are buying after viewing your listing. Look at those products. See what you're missing. Make those adjustments. Lastly, as a last-ditch effort, so let's say you did all those things and you're like, Amy, competition's not that bad. Um, I've, I've priced it competitively. I've made sure my listing's good. I've made sure my ads shown up. I'm still not converting. Then in that case, what I recommend is finding a different keyword. Re redoing that product, redoing that listing so that you are selling to a category or a keyword that the competition is not so fierce in. So, you know, I always give the example of felt letter boards sold as an office sign instead of competing for felt letter boards. Yes, you're going to have to change out your photos and everything else and rewrite your listing to that main keyword. You can't just, you know, um, expect to be to be showing up if you do not now target the intent, the buyer's intent in office time, right? But you did all those things, you're still not selling, then it's time to throw in the towel. But you can avoid all of this if you simply validate the product. Stop using product research tools and start looking at markets, meet those needs, and validate that customers actually want to buy that product. So the other way to tell if customers care, besides you know looking for search terms, is run an actual like focus group. Do you know you can do those online? You could post in a Facebook group. You're if you're launching a joy coffee mug. You can launch in a Christian Facebook group and ask, what do you think about this? Get some feedback on it, you know? So there are ways to validate your product. If you visit the, uh, the cantonfairexperience.com homepage and you scroll down, you'll actually see we give away a free product validation tool. So we give away a free PDF that has all these check marks of how to look at a product and how to, um, it's one of our one of our course materials, how to look at a product and how to determine whether it's a good product, um, a good product idea. So, you know, check that out. Go and download that, There's, it's free. You don't have to, you know, give your email address or anything like that. Just go check it out, scroll down in there and it'll say, you know, download this from our course material about halfway down. Um, anyway. Hopefully this was super helpful, and uh, I'm looking forward to your report, Rachel, on whether or not uh, it meets some of those criteria, and uh, whether you can find it in search, or where your PPC is showing up, and if it's 
still not converting what your creditors are doing, and that should help you make a decision or make the necessary adjustment. Thank you so much for asking the question. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Join us every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for live Q&A and bonus content after the recording at sellerroundtable.com. Sponsored by the ultimate software tool for Amazon sales and growth, sellerseo.com and amazingathome.com.